How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me, Jessica Reed. How's it going, Jessica? Hey, Brad. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, uh, let's move on to the next uh, topic um, with Jessica here. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, getting your mindset right, you know, the brain body connection for, for weight loss, you know, you may want to get in this program, but what kind of the steps you need to take or what, what kind of mindfulness you need to do before you even start this program? That is such a loaded question, but I do have a couple, (laughs) a couple of mindset issues that I see coming up constantly. Mm -hmm. The first one is to remove the deadline from your weight loss journey, or, you know, from, from your perspective, remove the deadline from whatever goal that you have for yourself in terms of bodybuilding. Like I want to be at this level of, you know, body fat percentage or whatever by X date on the calendar. And I'm just going to like push myself and yada, yada. The reason why I say remove the deadline from your weight loss is because if you're constantly, um, thinking about this, date that you've set in your mind as a deadline. It's like, we have this clock running and all of a sudden with this clock running out there, it's like a scarcity mindset kicks in. You're constantly worried about this arbitrary date in the future that nobody gives a crap about except for you. (laughs) And then you're determining whether you are a success or failure based on again, this arbitrary thing that's out there. And you're torturing themselves. Yes, you really are. And you have a scarcity mindset about it because you know, this week you didn't lose as much weight as you think you needed to, you know, 12 weeks from now, I want to be, you know, 20 pounds less. So therefore I have to lose like, you know, 1.2 pounds per week. And this week I only lost 0.5. So, oh, F it, you know, I'm just going to give up. Right. Or I'll start again next Monday. And then my goal will be to lose two pounds a week to try to make up the difference. Right. And so you instantly get into this scarcity mentality. And so I think it's much better to just have the mentality of I'm going to get to this goal doesn't matter when, but I'm, I'm going to get there. Um, so removing the deadline that you have in your, in your mind, I think that's a huge cause of self-sabotage that I see with my clients. And as soon as we remove the deadline and say, it's not about the means to an end, like, I'm just going to do whatever kind of crazy thing I'm going to do as just this temporary way until I get to this goal. And then my life will begin, you know, like, no, this is your life right here, right now. And it's about actually enjoying the journey between now and then. So I say, I help women lose weight with a keto diet and a self-care mindset. I actually don't care about what you ate as much as I care about how you feel about what you ate. I care about your mindset going through this thing, because if you're miserable, you are not going to stick with it. Nobody sticks with something that they're miserable with. Like, no, we can do it for a temporary amount of time, but inevitably we will give up because we're not actually in the business of torturing ourselves, you know, and it's just truly not worth it. You know, they say pain is beauty. No, no. Like that, that's a lie. That's a bunch of crap. Like you actually can enjoy your weight loss journey, or you can enjoy your health journey. And the more that you enjoy it and make it realistic and sustainable for you. And it's actually not about, um, reaching X point by any certain amount of time. Um, and you just set yourself free from that crazy lie that you just made up in your mind. Like you're going to be golden because you're going to actually enjoy the process so much more. Another one that I see is an all or nothing mentality, or actually what I would call diet culture, which is, it's very similar to the first one, but it's that I'm either on or I'm off. I'm either being good or I'm being naughty. Like I'm either, you know, cheating or I'm being disciplined. And so 
our thoughts create our reality, right? But our language creates our meaning that we're assigning to things. And so I find it very, very important to tell people like, okay, you're not off keto right now. Like that's what people say. I'm either on keto or I'm off keto. I'm off right now, or, oh, I'm going to have a cheat day or whatever it is. Like I like to use really neutral language with people, which is just, I like to use the word deviation. So, and I like to say you're, you either had an unplanned deviation or you had a planned deviation. Of course, planned deviations are so much better. Um, but our language is so important. And also like this, it's not starting and stopping. You're never starting over again. It's just one long journey of taking care of yourself through what you eat. That's it. Yeah. And, and, you know, taking a client through this process for like weight training and, you know, and diet and everything. And I'll work with the mindset on them is, you know, they'll come in with that mindset that, you know, I'm doing the new year's resolution. I want to go everything all out. I'm like, Oh, that's just, that's a bad idea. First thing we're going to do is just get, get through the workout process, see where you're at and we'll build on that. And so the first month I don't even touch their diet because you can't, you can't over, you know, complicate things and, and push them too hard. Then we'll start working on the diet and doing little, that's why I started this podcast. Everything's hacks. Yeah. So yeah. not take everything away. Let's just tweak stuff, what you're willing yeah. to do. And, you know, if you don't like running, we're not going to run. We're going to do Pilates yeah. or walking or something. And then, you know, like you said, if they want to, if they do decide to go on a keto diet and they just are sweet tooth galore. Okay. Maybe we'll do fruit first. And if they really want like some of those keto gummy products and all that, you know, mm-hmm. that's fine, but don't make that a daily routine, pick a day yeah. and make that like a little you know, fun day for you and all that. So yeah. just same thing, bu- building on top of it. This is a long journey. Don't worry. And, yeah. uh, you're, you're on your way down it, and it'll lock, it'll hold longer if you do it that way versus these 30 day challenges. And yeah, and everything. that's so funny because, you know, a lot of times I'm starting with, with the diet, right? Like, and then one of the first questions people always ask me is like, exercise, you know, what should I do for exercise at the same time? I'm like, well, okay, I'm not a trainer, you know, like I can support you in whatever goals you set for yourself. Like I will hold you accountable to whatever kind of exercise plan you have for yourself, but that's not actually my area of expertise as much as it is diet. But I do caution people don't start your workout plan and this new way of eating at the same time. And I, I do tell them that. And one of the reasons that I actually stress that is because when you're starting a ketogenic diet, your body is actually going to be switching fuel sources you're going to have a little bit of a rough patch there. Um, some people call that the keto flu. Um, and there's ways to mitigate that. We want to make sure that you're getting enough electrolytes because really it's not the keto flu. It's really like an electro imbalance flu. If we're even going to call it a flu, but you feel like you got the flu, like you yeah. got a headache, you're lethargic, you can't work out, you know, all these things. So you really have to give your body a little bit of a chance to get through that transition process first. And then I say, you know, let's start with some light exercise and, you know, build your way up from there. But also there is the piece of, you know, doing too many things at once, like you only have so much quote unquote willpower, right? And so if willpower is like a muscle, like you can get to the point where you have just like blown it. Like you literally cannot do another rep of willpower. (laughs) You will give up, right? And something's going to give and you're going to feel like, man, this isn't sustainable for me. Well, that's because you did too much too fast. And you're right. That's not sustainable. But as soon as you focus on one thing, and then now you're maintaining that new habit, you can, you know, just kind of set that to like, um, on the back burner or like, what's that called when you're, when you're driving and you press the button and it's, it's holding it for you. Oh, uh, Cruise control. Uh, cruise control. I was going to say yeah. auto drive. It's cruise yeah. Control. So you're like, you set this diet habit to cruise control, or now you're setting your workout routine to cruise control and you can focus on adding in another thing. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, a lot of people, when they come in too, they have all these aspirations and think that, you know, working out is going to get them all that. And I'm like, well, you do know that 85 to 90% of the game is nutrition first for if, the, if your sole goal is, you know, weight loss. Yes. So if yes. coming in here to me first, and that's your main goal. I don't even want to deal with this. So you're, you're, you're going to struggle. You know, if yes. you're coming in where you, you can do this later, you really want to build some muscle for looks, you know, help out your blood pressure, get a sweat, uh, you know, and balance. There's so many benefits to my world too. Okay. That's fine. But weight loss is going to be a longer journey because we're going to, you know, work on that later. So, but yes. if, if, so if I, if I, if I get anyone that's, that's their mindset, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to refer them out to a you know, nutritionist or someone who's going to work on oh that. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that we're on the same page about this because you're so right. And with it being a new year, that's the first thing that people do is go sign up for a gym membership when they're trying to lose weight. Yeah. And honestly, there are a lot of reasons why exercising can actually impede your weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. And so I try to explain this to people. Like I am pro exercise, very pro exercise. There's so many different brain benefits and health benefits to exercise. But if your primary goal is weight loss, you just have to understand that there are some things regarding exercise that can actually, um, it feels like backfiring a little yep. bit. And so the first thing is that your body is going to become inflamed. And so you are tearing muscle in order to build new muscle. And when your body is tearing muscle in order to repair itself, your body becomes inflamed. And that is a natural healing process that your body is doing to serve you. However, your body will retain water. Like yep. you have an intense workout the next day on the scale. If it was leg day, you could, you better believe the next day on the scale, is going to be like up a pound two, maybe yep. three, depending. And then you're going to get so frustrated because you did everything right yesterday. And you know, you're just going to get so frustrated and want to give up if you don't actually have the contextual understanding of what's going on. Yeah. And so another thing aside from the inflammation is that, um, your appetite is going to increase. Right. And so basically like your body is like, oh, we just fought a bear. Like yeah. let's <laughs> now that everything's calmed down, let's replenish because we might yeah. have to fight another carbs. bear tomorrow. Carbs. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And so naturally your hunger is going to increase and you probably will overconsume the calories that you even burned. Right. And yep. so just because your hunger has increased, you have to be super intentional about the way that you are going to replenish that energy by focusing on protein and fat, instead of focusing on what your brain is naturally going to tell you, which is, uh, I just went for an awesome run. Let's stop at Starbucks to get a blueberry muffin. Right. Yep. And so this third aspect kind of plays into the second with the increased appetite is actually the reward mentality. Like, oh, I deserve, you know, whatever this treat is because I just did something hard or I just did something good or I did what I said I was going to do and I want to reward myself. There's nothing wrong with rewarding yourself. Actually, you should reward yourself because your brain will repeat what you reward. Yeah, but don't reward, going. Yeah. Yeah, don't reward yourself with sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find another way. Go get a massage. Like do something that watch a nice show, make a nice steak. Don't reward yourself with sugar. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing when, when someone starts with me too, you know, we'll, we'll do a weigh in, um, we'll do measurements because measurements are better than the scale is like literally the worst thing, but yeah. you know, we have to have some, you know, some stats, but I'll, I'll do a monthly check-in. I'm like, you are not allowed to sit there and stare at the scale because yes, mm -hmm. first thing is going to be after every workout, you're going to retain this water and flame. Your belly's going to pop out a little more just because yes. that's the natural process. It takes three, four days finally to calm down. Then you see some benefit. But yeah. do, and plus I'm putting muscle on you. Muscle is dense. You're going to lose mm -hmm. fat, but gain muscle. You're going to be probably the same or slightly heavier when you're first starting out. Yeah. So we are not looking at scale for all those reasons. So 
And it's yeah. not good. It's the same thing. Just you're torturing yourself every day. Stop, 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 stop. This is yes. a monthly check-in. This is a journey. Everything we're, we're talking about. So kind of talking about this idea of like relationship with the scale. I feel like this can be another, it's a combination of a strategy issue and a mindset issue. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, you're right. That is one strategy that you can take is just like, don't pay attention to the scale so much. But the reason why you're suggesting it, as I understand it, I know we're on the same page about this. The reason why you're suggesting that just don't even look at it. Don't even bother is because there's so many reasons for the scale to fluctuate. And we don't want you to be having your daily mood and daily behaviors to be Based attached that, yeah. to this one number. Right. And so that is one strategy that people can do. And sometimes I tell women because, you know, they really do. Like I had a super complicated relationship with the scale. I was the person, you know, jumping on the scale every morning, like F words galore. You yeah. want to throw that thing across <laughs> the room and then like cancel plans that day because I gained two pounds. Like, oh, that's so sad looking back on that. Mm -hmm. Right. But truly my self-worth was determined by the fact that I had gained two pounds. Like that's so, so, so sad. And so I did throw my scale in the trash for like several months, but I actually found that I ended up having more anxiety by not knowing what I weighed. And so I've come really full circle with my journey with the scale. And so I actually weigh myself every day and I used to weigh myself every day and have a horrible relationship with it. Yeah. Now I weigh myself every day and there's no drama to it whatsoever because I have so much more knowledge of context. I can run through the litany of questions with myself of, Oh, interesting. I gained a half a pound. Like what day of the month is it for my menstrual cycle? Yep. Did, did I eat out at a restaurant yesterday? Maybe they just used some inflammatory oil or something like that. Like when's the last time I had a bowel movement? Like just all of these questions that could potentially impact the scale. Did I work out yesterday? All of these things so that I actually truly don't have any drama. And, and I do this with my clients as well. So the thing that has actually helped me is instead of paying attention to the daily fluctuations to still track daily what my weight is, but then calculate a weekly average. And yeah. instead of saying, I weigh this today, I just tell myself, I weigh this this week. No matter what the scale says today, from last Friday, this is what I weigh all week until this next Friday when I calculate all seven days. And that actually is what helped me desensitize myself to it. Yep. Yeah. I, I also, you know, I, I go to my gym now three, three times a week, not seven days a week like before. But still, I'll, I'll weigh myself every time. But it's almost like a game. I'm so good at it. And, you know, I'll yeah. know how much water I'm retaining, what I did, everything, how I ate, and I'll almost yeah. guess if I'm up or down. But, you know, it's a, it's like a fun game for me now. I don't sit mm -hmm. there. You know, it's probably a little harder for, for females with that mindset. And guys, yeah. like, guys want to get bigger, so they want to see the weight go up. But, right. you know, I'm, I'm over 40, so I'm like, you know, it's a little harder to keep the weight off. So I'm back on that side now where I, I do want to see it go down. But yeah, I, I do it, but it does nothing to me because I know the weekly, monthly is all I care about. Yeah. And, you know, adjust accordingly. So absolutely. Yep. Well, uh, Jessica, um, thank you for being on our show. And um, for all our listeners listening, what's what's the best way to get a hold of you? Try out that program if they're interested. I'm sure you have a website, social media contacts. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm at the ketofit.com and I have an inquiry form right there. If you're interested, I do a completely free curiosity call. So we'll get on the phone and I can tell you about the different offerings that I have, but also I just love to give free custom keto advice to people. Like truly, I just love to listen to your story and try to like, if nothing else, give you like at least one tip that you can take away from that and one new strategy to try, because 
a lot of times women come to me and they're just so frustrated because what they were doing before all of a sudden stopped working. Right. And so that happens a lot. And then I can, I can point you in the, the next right step, or I can listen and maybe like, what are you regularly eating? And I can just point out like a little pitfall, like, Oh, did you know that like Splenda packets have one carb per packet and you're eating like 10 a day, you might want to like switch to like, liquid <laughs> sucralose instead. Like that's like, you know, it can be a game changer for some people. So I would love to just listen and give you some free keto advice as well. So yeah, just head on over to my website. You can read about my offerings. You can put in a form to do a, a free call. And then also if you want to um, join the online course, it, again, that's at the ketofit.com slash mindset. And you can follow me on um, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm at the keto fit and get in my DMS and we can just talk there as well. Awesome. And, and to everybody, you know, I've done a lot of self-education and anyone can learn whatever they want on YouTube, Google, going to classes and everything, but God, it's so much easier just going to one source yeah. where everything's listed beautifully and perfectly. So you don't deviate, you don't mess up. So yeah. that's kind of my pitch of why I like, you know, paying for certain courses for that. So you don't have to sit there and scavenge the earth for all this info. It's so true. Um, so for all our audience, they know I always put all those links and everything in the description too, so I can just click on it and get to you. But uh, Jessica, thank you for your time and love having you on the show. And uh, for sure, I'll get you back on in uh, probably six months or so and see where, what you're good. doing. Thanks, Brad. I appreciate it. You got it.